0: Welcome to the Health Detective Podcast by FDM Thrive. We interview people who have dealt with the trickiest of health challenges, but eventually learn to get well and stay well naturally. Now it's time to hear from one of our detectives and learn how another health issue has been solved. We hope you enjoy the show. Hey, my friends, what is going on? And welcome back to another episode of the Health Detective Podcast by FDM Thrive. My name is Evan Transu, a.k.a. Detective Ev, and I will be your host for today's show. We're doing something a little different before we get back to our normally scheduled interviews. I kind of wanted to slide this in here, and it is a Q&A more or less, not a live one by any means, but I'm answering two questions that were asked by our audience recently to give them some clarity. Now, these will probably be little bonus episodes that we can do in the future as time goes on, but I figured for right now it would be okay to do this as an entire episode that actually took up one of our normal slots because they are actually really important questions. So number one is a bit more straightforward, and the person had asked what blue light blocking glasses we recommend. This was in regards to episode 89, uh, where I actually did a solo episode talking about three things that we can do to reset our circadian rhythm fast. I think that to answer this question properly, it requires the context of the differences between blue light blocking glasses. Different types of blue light blocking glasses, that is. A lot of people ask me, because I'm big on wearing the red ones, and I wear those all, all the time at night. This is a religious practice for me. This is something I have done for years. I don't think twice about it. I have them on right now. I don't think about this. It's ingrained in my routine. But people, of course, get marketed these clear lenses and they're like, well, wait a second. The clear lenses look a lot cooler than those red lenses. Why wouldn't I just wear those if they block the blue light? Here's the problem, guys. Different types of blue light glasses block different parts of the light spectrum. You cannot block all of the blue light by using a clear lens. That's not how it works. When you're using a clear lens, what you really need is like a clear lens with a little purple tint, and that's going to be good for maybe computer glare. That's about it, screen glare. Then there's the yellow lenses. What those are going to be good for, they're like true daytime ones. And I know that the clear lenses are marketed as daytime ones. Quite frankly, that really isn't what it should be. The yellow ones should be considered the daytime use. And they're blocking a significant portion of the blue light, certainly not all of it, because we actually want some of it in the daytime. We just never want the amount that our screens are giving off, certainly in the amount that they're giving off considering that they're isolated too. Like What I'm getting at is the amount of blue light that's coming out of your screen is not proportional to how much of the other colors of the light spectrum should be there. If you look at the sun, yes, that has some blue light, but it also has 42% red light. That is not what you're looking at when you're dealing with a computer screen or a phone screen or something similar. Finally, we get to the red lenses, the real blue light blocking glasses, which are indeed – and guys, by the way, this is assuming that these are all real because there's some fake ones out there that suck, and then that's a whole different question and answer, but When you get to the red lenses, assuming that they're real, and I will recommend brands for this, then you are finally getting to the point of actually blocking the vast majority of blue light. Now, it is said that you can't truly block all of it. It's like 98% plus, 99% plus. Um, Obviously, it's a significant portion, and that's fantastic. Real blue light blocking lenses, companies that are not just trying to market cheap crap to you and are really studying the science are actually going to block a small amount of the green light spectrum or green light part of the light spectrum as well because it's 400 to 550 nanometer wavelengths of light that really seem to cause the most issue. And what is the issue in this case? The issue is what light specifically suppresses melatonin secretion. Because we don't want melatonin secretion suppressed at night. We want it to go high. We want melatonin to be nice and high. We get a good night's sleep. It heals us. Excuse me. It's a powerful antioxidant. Fantastic. And it turns out when they've done these studies, it's around the 400 to 550 nanometer wavelengths that do this. So that's going to cover the majority of the blue light spectrum. I believe even uh, there's something else in there as well that I'm missing. But also uh, the green light. I'm saying in addition to the green light and blue light. That wasn't the thing I was missing. (laughs) So you have that. That's great. And listen, at the end of the day, it does seem that all light is probably best to be turned off at night. If you could somehow convince yourself to live fully in the dark when it's actually dark out, great. There does seem to be a happy compromise by doing this with more red light. That's where you seem to be able to get the best of both worlds, have your cake and eat it too all right, great, I want to read a book at night, I want to be able to see where I'm going, but I don't want to screw up my circadian rhythm so detrimentally that I end up with health issues again. That does appear to be the middle ground. I've been doing this for years, I was able to heal with this. It's also worth noting that I was, you know, in my mid-20s or I mean, I am in my mid-20s, so that's something to consider. Maybe my body's more able to do that. I'm not sure if you'd have to play those cards a little differently if you were older. Um, I don't think that you would necessarily. But you're going to have to be serious about this. So, to answer the question that the audience member had, what are the blue light blocking glasses that we recommend? We're not affiliated with any particular brand at this time, but I have two that I recommend personally, and then I have like a third bonus one here, and I will put both of these in the show notes. Company number one is Ra Optics, R.A. Optics. That is a a really interesting company. The kid's a rock star, man. He is younger than me. He is sharp as hell and has really done his research all, all about this stuff. I know for a fact he is blocking the correct parts of the light spectrum. In addition, he also has the daytime ones, the yellow lenses, and I know that they are blocking the appropriate part of the light spectrum for daytime use. Pros and cons of his company. His is generally a little more expensive. There isn't as much style variety. Compared to the next brand I will share. The pro is. Some of the. How should I say it? Some of the technology that they use. Because if I'm not mistaken. He has a patent actually. In the way that they use the daytime lenses. This is best in industry type of stuff. He's got some really great things going on over there. Now. Now. Another pro is that he's U.S.-based, and so right now, compared to the other company I will recommend, since most of our listeners are U.S., although we are expanding um, decently well internationally, which is cool, but the vast majority are U.S.-based right now, we are in a time with shipping and stuff where a lot of issues are being had. So if you want guaranteed, well I shouldn't say guaranteed, I don't know that I can guarantee that or any company can at this point. But reasonably fast shipping times, because these aren't necessarily products that these places just have on a shelf somewhere in a warehouse. It usually is made as the order comes in. That's probably another reason you'd want to use him. Okay, so that's RA Optics. The other company I recommend is Blue Blocks, B-L-U-B-L-O-X, and... That is a great company as well. Pros and cons to them. One is that they have a huge variety. They got a lot of different styles. Not that, I mean, let's call it what it is. You're never going to be super stylish with this stuff, but they do have a variety of styles. I've never met someone that looked really cool wearing red lenses. I know I certainly don't. They also have another, or a variety of other products at this point. Their product line's huge. They have these things called Lumi bulbs, and so they have daytime blue light bulbs where they're like yellow tinted for themselves already. They have nighttime bulbs, which are absolutely awesome. So it's a red tinted light bulb. They also have some red light therapy devices now. I mean, that guy is just really, he's constantly expanding and just putting out more stuff, putting out more stuff. I unfortunately had a, I'll admit a little bit of a bad personal relationship, but I always want to be objective. His product's solid. Uh, Basically, what happened, just to be transparent, it's not a huge negative thing. I I always had positive interactions in the past, but basically, I had a personal affiliate link with them and I I recommended their product, and I was taken off their affiliate. A program without any warning and my discount code still worked so I stopped getting commissions but my discount code still worked and it appeared oh wow people are they can order so my friends and people that told me that they were going to order must just not have ordered yet because my discount code works so um, obviously it's not going through and then I found out I missed out probably on like five hundred to eight hundred dollars in commission so I was a little upset about that that they did that without warning but I can't deny that outside of that, I've had very positive interactions with the guy that owns that, and I've had positive interactions with the company overall. They've actually sent me free glasses at one point, so I don't know if that was just a miscommunication, but it, it was something I was disappointed in, and it's certainly something that has made me start to recommend other companies as well and go out and search them out because I just thought that wasn't, uh, it wasn't really cool, but you know, at the end of the day, the product's good, and that was what the question was for, so I don't want that to create a bias in anyone's head. but. It, you know, I, I can't not say that either. So definitely check them out in terms of style, a little bit lower price point as well, generally. And they do some huge sales. At the time of this being released, it'll be November 11th of 2021. If you happen to hear this quick enough, wait for their Black Friday sale. They do a Black Friday sale every year. It's usually 30% off it's, it's big, right? So, I mean, these are $100 products, 100 plus dollar products. If you're getting prescription, you're going to pay 150 to 250 easily. And so 30% off is kind of a nice bonus. You don't have to wait that long. <clears throat> uh, definitely make sure you get on their mailing list for that. Then finally is Lucia Eyes, I believe it's called. I actually admittedly didn't even look this up beforehand. I've just heard this recommended by someone that I trust very much so. Very much so. And so I would consider looking into that at least. But do your own research because I haven't fully validated that yet. But there is three places that you can get blue light blocking glasses. Two of them I know for sure are like best in class stuff. Andy Mant, the owner of Blue Blocks, has, I mean, directly stated that they run every single pair of lenses through a spectrometer. And if you don't know what that is, that's basically just a device that allows them to see, in this case, is this truly blocking the light that it says that it's blocking? Um, And this is a problem that people don't talk about with these glasses. There's a lot of duds. A lot of things come out and um, they're just not particularly great. So definitely go check those guys out. Okay, so this next one here was more of a suggestion than anything, and it was basically saying we should make an episode regarding what to do for sun exposure when they live in the northern Midwest region of the country, which gets pretty darn cold in the middle of winter. Uh, The country being USA, again, because that is where we're mostly dominated audience-wise. Perhaps they even meant Canada, but either way, it only gets worse from, uh, you know, the U.S. going up. So either way, very, very cold. And yeah, it is a huge issue not being able to get that sun exposure, and what do you do instead? Now, my first bit of advice, for whatever this is worth to you, is, I don't want to say just tough it out and do, you know, push yourself through this stuff, but I've noticed that over the years... My body has been able to adapt in ways I never thought possible. I am not suggesting anyone do this. Don't be going out and jumping into cold water and stuff and risking your life because you got to train for this type of thing. But I was someone who used to not be able to get into like 55 degree cold plunges without gasping and I'm like freaking out and flailing. And now I literally co-host uh, something that we call the annual Delaware Polar Plunge. I live in southeastern Pennsylvania And we have the Delaware River here. And, yes, that is the river that, like, George Washington crossed and stuff. There's something about 20 minutes down the road uh, where he actually had this whole—it's called Goat Hill. And they literally had this whole place where there was an overlook, and then they did cross the river there. So, yeah, that's a whole thing that happens. And then, of course, there's Washington's Crossing State Park. It's about uh, 30, 40 minutes away from me. Not the point, obviously, but kind of cool. So these guys were doing the original cold exposure there uh, around uh, Christmas time, if I'm not mistaken. It was pretty serious stuff. (laughs) And we do this thing now where we're going in in December and we get a group of people to do this. And the water last year when we did it was 33 degrees. And the outside temperature was 40. So it was flipping brutal, man. And I was able to do this without gasping. And I was able to do this up to my neck for three minutes. Now, I'm not saying that I'm not like a little uncomfortable. I mean, I'm sure there's things I'd rather be doing. I would rather be on a beach in the Bahamas. That sounds good but I'm just saying I could do it though and I know how far my body must have come to drop an additional 20 degrees from 55 and then be able to get in there without gasping or feeling like I'm just going to completely die (laughs) while I'm in there. So with that said, I do think there is something to be mentioned and recognized about, hey, maybe gradual exposure and just kind of even if it's one minute, two minutes, and then add 30 seconds every day. See what happens. See how the body adjusts. I do think the body was designed to adjust to these things over time. And I think we give it a lot less credit than we should. We're not always capable... Or sorry, we're not always aware of what it's actually capable of. So that's that. Again, I'm not... I don't know where you live. I mean, it might be negative 30. That I understand that that's ridiculous. So I'm not going to suggest something that's actually dangerous by any means. But my other thing is here with the sunrise unfortunately, you cannot fake that. Like, we don't even have technology that's remotely close to being able to fake something like that yet. And quite frankly, I don't know if we ever will, actually. It's going to be hard, because it's not even the light that the sun emits by itself. It's the fact that it fluctuates constantly. It's never just XYZ amount percent of blue light or whatever. I mean, it's rapidly changing. It's going to be damn near impossible, I think, to do something like that. Now, I do believe humans are capable of just about anything, but we're not anywhere close to this, is my point. If you can get out just with some bare eyes and see that sunrise for 5 to 10 minutes all winter, I think you'd be doing yourself a huge favor. Maybe you just got to crack the window. You can be in your house. There's no rules that says you have to be outside to do it. Crack the window because you you can't look at it through glass. That will actually uh, filter it out the important parts of it out. you got to make sure it's open, so at least get it through a screen. Ideally, no screen, if you can. Um, I'm sure there's not a lot of insects flying around in that cold area, (laughs) so maybe you can open the window like that. That would be my main suggestion. Um, I think that is best because, again, we really can't replicate that stuff. Now, with that said, you are the type of person, if you're going to live up in that area... You probably want to start spending some money. This is not medical advice, of course. This is just what I would do if I was up there. I would be looking into Spurdy Vitamin D lamps. And I'm going to shout out a guest we just had on recently. Her name's Courtney Hunt. She was episode 90. Definitely go check this out if you haven't already. Her episode was fantastic. And Courtney Hunt actually recommends these people to... Or sorry, recommends these devices to people who live in these northern latitudes. Because Spurdy Vitamin D lamps do exactly what you think. They help you get vitamin D. Now, you want to be careful. If you're eating a bunch of junk food, a ton of sugar around the holidays or whatever, you don't necessarily want to be exposing your skin to isolated UV. But if you're doing the other health practices correctly, eating a low-inflammation diet, and generally taking care of yourself, it's probably overall a safe thing to be doing. I have no problem with it, for example. The reason I mention her, though, not only... Is not only for her recommendation, but also because she has a 10% discount code, which is really cool because then she gets a kickback, but she donates 100% of her kickback to a foundation that she's very big on. Um, And I know it doesn't sound like health-related by any means, but it's called Children of the Night, and it's a place that helps get sexually exploited women and children back into the workforce or school or just into society in general so it's pretty amazing stuff so you save 10% and you're helping a good cause I believe the discount code there is just Courtney Hunt MD if for some reason it uh, it is not go back to her Instagram page and uh, you'll be able to find one of those posts pretty simply so Spurdy Vitamin D Lamp I definitely recommend that I'll I'll leave all the stuff in the show notes by the way guys you'll be able to check this stuff out the other thing I would highly consider doing, especially if you're going to use a UV lamp, if you can't get that sun or just don't want to get the sun, whatever it might be, you are probably the person that's going to want to invest in um, like some serious red light therapy devices. I like Platinum LED. Platinum LED is kind of a non-name brand. It's not nearly as like popular in terms of like the stuff like Juve. But the technology is fantastic. It's a lot cheaper because they don't have that name brand stuff. And they do work with, I mean, uh, pro athletes, stuff like that. And I know that doesn't mean anything. I'm just saying, well, it doesn't mean anything per se. I'm just saying this is just as good as any other brand out there. They just haven't done as good of a job, in my opinion, at marketing their stuff and really building that name. So why spend extra money just for a brand name red light therapy device? That's ridiculous. I would go get theirs. If you want to absolutely ball out, I mean, for $5,000, I think it's more like $4,600. And you can finance this for like, I don't know, $100 per month. Not that I'm making a financial decision for you. I'm just saying that you could do that. Uh, 0% interest, I'm pretty sure. If, um, well, don't quote me on that at all. That might not be correct. The point is, though, you can get this for relatively cheap per month. And you have a full body, both sides, serious device that is really going to help you out. But do you need to jump to that to do that? No. You could get half of that, spend $2,500 and still get a full body panel. Um, Just, you know, you're going to have to spend double the time in it basically because you're going to have to do the front and back. You could get half of a panel and maybe just, you know, kind of put it on the main parts of your body, like your torso and stuff. Whatever you want to do is fine, but I would absolutely be using some type of device like that. So platinum LED therapy is what I recommend. I will make sure to put those in the show notes as well. And then finally, the biggest thing there with the winter stuff is you want to be maintaining that circadian rhythm like a rock star. And that's a terrible terrible comparison because rock stars are awful with their circadian rhythm so i'll use something else you want to be maintaining your damn circadian rhythm like a caveman or woman that's what you want to go back to and so when it is sunset you gotta be wearing those blue light blocking glasses you gotta turn the crazy powerful leds off in your house a himalayan salt lamps are good replacements god forbid we use a candle there is another company oh my gosh i wish i could remember it offhand they got a They have these lights that you can almost string around like a wall. and So so it's a string of lights and it's pretty darn cool and they're red lights. I think I know what those are and if I find this, I'm going to find it. And I will put that in the show notes. I'm thinking this is by the company Midwest Light Therapy, I think they're called. Cool. So look out for those in the show notes. I will find them. But you can't be messing with that stuff. you got to at least get your body the right signals. So if you can do something even little, like catch the five minutes of sunrise in the morning. More is always better, right? But at least five minutes. Get some glances of light in the middle of the day. Check it out. um, Try to catch five, ten minutes of sunset. And then really, really keep that integrity of your circadian rhythm at night. That is going to be a huge thing for you. Also... And this is kind of a fun suggestion. I mean, my best thing I could ever say is take a vacation. Go somewhere hot. Go somewhere fun. Now, of course, that's a shock to your body, so don't be an idiot and get burnt and stuff, um, assuming that you're someone that can get burnt. Use the D-Minder app. Make sure you're tracking this properly and so that you don't go, again, just fry your skin on vacation. That would have been the stupidest thing that you could have done and a total waste of the vacation for the most part. But I don't think that's a bad thing. You can build vitamin D stores pretty darn fast. And so taking a dedicated week somewhere where the UV still half decent and making sure you're making the most out of every single day you're down there, are you going to save everything? No. I mean, it takes more time than a week to do a full vitamin D revamp. But if you're in a bikini or uh, shorts or boxers and you're getting the full body kind of exposed on both sides, yeah, that's going to be very advantageous. So maintain that circadian rhythm the best that you can. Expose yourself to any amount of light that you can, like natural light. Consider using these supplemental therapies. This is where these lights are actually beneficial. And I think you overall should be good. Now, the one thing to look out for, and I'm, I'm big on light, maybe bigger than the average person in the functional space. I'm not sure, but I feel like overall I am. So something I would like to just mention too is I think this is a really important aspect of healing. I think it's kind of foundational. And so, well, I definitely think it's foundational. If you are still really sick or if you're dealing with something serious and you can't kind of maintain it in the winter, I know this is a big thing to say, but I would legitimately consider, hey, what would it look like if I moved? Could Could I move? Could I take my family somewhere? Is that something we could do practically? I understand that that's easier said than done, but I do think that's something to consider. Uh, Maybe you work remotely now with the pandemic. Can you take a month in an Airbnb somewhere down south? That would be huge. Forget moving. You just go do that. It's going to be great. I I would really consider something like that if I was actively sick. Well, actually, I'll put it this way. If I was actively sick, knowing what I know now, there is no way I would be living in southeast Pennsylvania in the winter. You couldn't pay me to do that. I'm being serious. I would get back down as close to the equator as possible. That doesn't mean you have to be that extreme. I'm even talking like southern Florida or um, you know, any really far deep south part of the United States. I would be doing that until I healed at least. And then I would figure out what I can maintain and what my fine limit is. So I hope that that helps. Thank you so much to our friends who asked these questions and gave these uh, suggestions for an episode. And we will be back next week. We got a crazy cool interview. This guy's... Well, you know, I'm sorry. Cool is not even the right word. I don't know how to word it because it's it's pretty tragic stuff. But how this person has learned to manage this tragedy uh, tragedy in their life—that's what's pretty damn cool. That's what's amazing. His name's Steve Bomb, so you can look out for that on Monday. And what date is that going to be? That is going to be Monday, oh I'm sorry, actually it's going to be Thursday, November 18th, that'll be out. So Thursday, November 18th, we'll be interviewing Steve Baum and then on Monday the 15th, we have an episode being released with my friend Anna and I actually. So she's a holistic health coach uh, from the Institute of Integrative Nutrition. She's also trained in macrobiotics, herbalism, and she is currently a a holistic esthetician. She's got a wide range of knowledge. She's been studying holistic health since she was like 12 years old. Her mom's all into this stuff. So it's a very fun conversation. We think you guys are going to like that. So that's what you can look forward to in the upcoming week. Thank you guys so much for listening. And if you like this information, please be so kind as to consider leaving us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We would love you even more than we already do. Take care. I'll talk to you guys again soon. Thanks for tuning in to the Health Detective Podcast. If you are ready to finally work with a real health detective on your health journey so that you can get well and stay well naturally, visit us at fdmthrive.com and click the Get Started Here button.